Hello everybody, JR here again. Uh, I'm at the tail end of a run. And I want to kind of see if I can just share some things with you all that might help you. Uh, there again, I'm 55, 56. And since the mid 90s, all I've done really in the various roles I've been in is to help people through their physical fitness, martial arts training, or aquatics training, and help them to reach a goal or goals. And so that's kind of the foundation for this short video here. Um, just to share with you, I think one big thing that helped me in the past and that I use and I try to help people that are working with me I, help, I share it with them as a tool and help them remember how to use it either long-term or short-term. And <clears throat> we'll hear about this tool from many people, but from a lot of people that haven't really been in a, uh, a tight spot and they've never had to use it. They use it because they've heard about it, they theorized about it, but they've never actually used it. <clears throat> And so this tool is, say, going way back when I first used this tool, I was 15, 16 in a martial arts class. And maybe there was a, something that was gonna take place. Maybe on a Friday night was a big sparring night. And if you were an upper belt, you could come to this class, meaning green belt and above. <coughs> and you could spar with the upper belts. It's kind of like an invitation only class. So maybe using that as an example. So maybe I know that's coming. I'm anxious about it. It's my choice if I want to go or not. And I know I'm going to be hurt. I know there's going to be some pain and discomfort somewhere in that class. You don't want to get thrown down, get hit, punched, kicked, whatever. <clears throat> evening, guys. Evening. And so my goal then was just to make it through, was just to endure that Friday night class. So, one, just think about Friday night. All my friends are going out. I'm not. So every Friday for well over two years, my Fridays are not going out. I'm in a karate class somewhere. And, uh, well, I know where, but at any rate, I'm in a karate class. Old school karate class. But what I would do to prepare was, I would kind of, you know, the days leading up to that, I would see myself, yeah, I would see myself getting hit. I would, I would actually kind of imagine what it's going to feel like. But I would actually also envision the class being done, my karate is soaking wet with sweat. Maybe I've got a bloody nose. Maybe my fingers are kind of mangled. I'm all bruised up, but I see myself done. I see myself completing the class, shaking hands with the other guys that were in the class, bowing to the instructor, and headed to a locker room to change my clothes or whatever. But I would see myself doing the class, and I would see myself completing the class. The emotions, 
uh, the question marks in my head, you know, like, why am I doing this? Uh, I would even imagine what it's going to feel like, the pain. Um, but I knew what I wanted was at the end. So I would envision that end. <clears throat> now, that's where I first started using that tool. And I came about it kind of on my own. Nobody taught me, nobody said anything to me, but it just kind of came upon me. So also, I'll kind of do the same thing at night when I go to bed every night. I mean, there again, back in my teenage years, I mean, martial arts was everything. So I'm working out four to six hours a day, five to six days a week. But I would go to bed every night and I would go to sleep in my head going over a training session, either by myself or someone else. But I would do it so much so that I would even try to imagine what it feels like with my bare feet on the mat or on the wooden floor. So in other words, I was actually really trying to put myself in the moment. Um, I'm gonna hit an intersection here in a minute and I'm gonna have to wait to cross over. I only got one intersection on this run. <clears throat> but at any rate, so I would do that. You know, even in, in just a smaller scale. Now, fast forwarding, I've used that tool, you know, to get prepared for like major job interviews. Um, <clears throat> so, for instance, like I know when I sat down for the job interview to be the head lifeguard for Sarasota County and all the beaches. Um, that job had a lot of moving parts. So here in Sarasota County, the lifeguards, you know, you're working in two cities, you're working in one large county. Uh, so right there, you've got three different law enforcement jurisdictions. Then you've got the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission, which is another law enforcement agency. Um, and I'm trying to think Coast Guard, fire departments that you work with, they've got rescue boats. So anyway, it's, it's a very broad group of people that you work with. And then there's 50 lifeguards in the summertime that are working the beaches full-time and seasonal. So at any rate, I knew the final part of this job interview process was a major panel interview. So, <clears throat> and the job I have now actually with um, New College of Florida, that job had a panel interview. And so what I did was going into these, you know, I kind of prepped, thinking what questions I might be asked and that sort of thing. Um, I'm coming up to my gym or where I work out. I want to see if they have a sign on the door. We're closed and monitoring. We're temporarily closed. The gym across the corner, crunch, they're wide open. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what the deal is here. Maybe it's a labor issue. Maybe they have people that quit on them. 
but I know a lot of members are my age and they want to get back in there and work out. So, at any rate, <clears throat> back to running. Um, to get prepared for this panel interview with Sarasota County government and to be interviewed for the Beach Patrol Peace, Beach Patrol Chief position, you know, I knew there were gonna be like questions fired away because there's other people being interviewed too. And they score your answers, you get a number score. And so you're scored on everything else, you know, your resume, your qualifications, you're scored on all this stuff. But then this interview is scored and the records are kept. Let's say I didn't get chosen and if I felt like I'd been maligned, I could sue them. Um, hey, how you doing? I could sue them for, you know, whatever reason. Maybe I think they, they didn't pick me because I'm too old. So they keep all this in their records department just in case, so everything's documented. But at any rate, going into it, you know, I got my suit ready, but I envisioned myself sitting there in the Sarasota County government building in a conference room with people in front of me, very formal, and they're all taking turns asking me a question, and they're going around the table, so to say. So I envisioned that. I envisioned my body language, you know, how I would posture myself. I even envisioned, envisioned how I would preface my answer with certain questions coming at me. Um, so I would practice this in my mind, but even when the practice, I would just see myself being extremely professional, um, you know, chin up sort of thing, using extremely professional verbiage and how I explain something in a very analytical fashion. And then at times where it's able to, I would show, I would see myself kind of being the friendly guy, the nice guy, you know, joking around with the people conducting the interview. <clears throat> so there again, I took that tool and I used it in job interviews where I'm envisioning myself behaving a certain way and responding a certain way. And I've done that with many jobs, actually. Um, many, many jobs that I have to this day. So that's kind of, I just kind of go back to that in my head, if you will. So if you are <clears throat> looking at achieving your goal, see yourself completing that goal. How does it feel? What do you imagine it would feel like emotionally if you completed that goal? Let that emotion kind of be the rock, the anchor that holds you to the process that you need to stick to to complete the goal. So if I know that I want to run, say, 13 miles, 14 miles on the Legacy Trail here in Sarasota by the end of next month, and I know what that's gonna feel like. It's gonna be like a huge sense of accomplishment. My body's gonna feel beat down. My legs may hurt, but I'm also gonna have this major sense of, hey man, I did it, I achieved it. You know, get ready for the next thing. So I've got that in my mind. And that's gonna be the anchor that's gonna motivate me to get out and pound the pavement, say about four days a week, um, with varying degrees of length of these runs.
So you can do the same thing with whatever the goal may be you have. And then what's the goal? See yourself over and over and over playing out the role in achieving that goal. And I guarantee you that will help you do the daily work that you have to do. And that's it. There again, I'm 55, I'll be 56 in the fall. <clears throat> I've been using that tool for 41 years. And no one has shown me, no one showed me back in the day the tool. I just kind of figured it out. But I'm sharing it with you all. Anyway, I'm gonna finish up this run and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Ayers Academy, and subscribe to my social media, Facebook and Instagram.